On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris, and sitting next to me is my co-host, Cupid White. Because this week is a very special episode, a, a Valentine's Day episode. That is Lissa. She is the other co-host of the show, and she is absolutely right. This is a very special edition, almost like, you know, like Fresh Prince where they had their special editions and a very special episode. This is a very special episode as it is the Valentine's Day episode. We're surrounded by candles. And dogs. And dogs and caramel, oh, pecan caramel popcorn. And alcohol. And then my red wine and then your brown alcohol, whatever Scotch. that is. And then you and me and yep. The Rock. Yes. Cut out. I think that's the way God intended it to be. You and I won't be hanging out this week on Valentine's Day because I'll be out of town. Yes. So I. this is a very special... Oh, and chopsticks. We have chopsticks at the table from my lunch on Thursday. Okay. So this is a very romantic episode. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we will not be spending Valentine's Day together because you will be out of town with your mom and sister and aunt. But we never, we don't really give a shit about Valentine's Day. Like, let's let's not act like, it's, well, actually, when I told Chris that I'd be out of town for Valentine's Day, he kind of got this, like, sentimental. Um, no, I, that's not true. You did. I did you not. Cried. Oh, okay. And no. then you said, why must you leave me on this holy day? And yeah. I said, I have to. No. Um... We don't care about Valentine's Day. When we were younger, of course, when we were... I don't remember those days. Uh, well... We may have... Sh- I shook your hand. Yeah. That's a earlier podcast episode, if you guys want to know the story behind that. But uh, I'll let you go first with your thoughts on Valentine's Day. But when we were younger, of course, we were in the high school phase and college phase. And, of course, it was this big deal. Was it? Yeah, it was. Like, we always did something special or went out to I don't think Fridays and got true. something to eat or something small like that. But we most certainly did something. Always. I don't always, remember always. anything. Yeah. And two... It's because I have showered you with so many I gifts that you don't even true. remember. Because I haven't showered you with gifts. And yet, I know. What do you remember? I remember me always showering you with <laughs> gifts like most guys do... To their significant other, where and guys get hosed and, and girls get everything. And then I have to say everything. to you, Chris, I don't want anything. Please stop giving me gifts. Yeah, I know, but that's like a setup. And no, any it's guy, not. the whole stop. Hold on. Any guy who's listening to this, who has dated someone during Valentine's Day, and their significant other says, "No, don't worry about it. You don't have to give me anything." That is the setup. Yeah, but you know me now. You may have I thought, knew you, you may then. you may have been confused early on, but when I tell you that now, I really mean it. I made the and mistake. And you just don't listen. Let me tell you. No. We used to for those who don't really know our whole backstory, we used to celebrate every month that we used to um our monthly anniversary. Yeah, monthly anniversary. And one month I did not we used to get like really small things like I got you 
you know, like a bag of chips or something. And you got me like, whatever, it's something really small. And I remember one month not getting you anything. And you were like, you didn't get me anything. First time and I... that was, wait, wait. And you said that we were going to stop doing it. And so I was like, fine, we're going to stop doing it. And you got me something small and I didn't get you anything. And that was it. I'm like, I, that will never happen to me again. I don't remember that. One. You, of course you don't remember that. And two, I think that that's a lie. And three, is that why you've been making up for every birthday and Christmas since? Yes. Okay, because like Chris and I have this thing where we say we're only going to spend $100 on each other on certain things or whatever it is. And, and then Chris multiply goes, that by five. Yeah, Chris multiplies by five and then I come under because right. I, <laughs> You're right. I think that we have... You divide by five. I multiply yeah, by five. We're, we are in a place where we can buy anything for ourselves. Like, I can buy something for $20 within reason, yeah. for myself within, you know, during the year. Why do I need you to wait for you to buy me a $20 gift card at DSW? I can buy it for myself. So, anyway, I think presents are stupid. Okay. So, again. You want my thoughts on Valentine's I want Valentine's your thoughts Day? on Valentine's Day, yes. I think it's a bullshit holiday that is just trying to make money off of people who think that they should celebrate an artificial holiday with artificial sentiment and artificial love. Hmm. That's all. I, I If I give Chris something for Valentine's Day, it might be like like the most simple thing with a mm-hmm. card. Because cards are a thing. Yeah. That's the only thing we actually do. Yep. We give each other cards for everything. Like, it's Friday. Right. Like a stupid <laughs> card. Like a cute card that's got a dog, dog on, on it, it. yeah something like that that's fine like happy lunar what <laughs> lunar new year yeah it's a full moon well my thoughts on valentine's day summer solstice is really simple i think it's crap um it is always a situation where the guy gets nothing and the female gets everything, and the pressure is on guys. Stop perpetuating it by giving. No, 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 no. The pressure is always on guys to get females something, and it's the perception is guys can't mess up, and girls do put pressure on guys to get them something on Valentine's Day. So if the pressure wasn't there, you wouldn't have to worry about getting something. Well. Me? I'm not saying you. No, 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 then, not you. Then that's all that matters, no. isn't it? I'm, I'm, for me, Generally. yes, but not for every other guy out there. I, and I, I think it's a, a racket that, you know, right now I can go buy a dozen roses oh, for, you know, $12. And then, you know, on Valentine's Day, it's $55 or something like stupid. It's like a dinner. It's, it's like so dumb. three times the price because yeah. it's a fixed price dinner. Nope. And you can't get a reservation. I personally think... That people who celebrate the big holidays don't celebrate any other day. So I'd rather celebrate the all the other days instead of the big holidays. I don't. I would rather show you love on uh, George Washington's birthday. What? Than Valentine's Day. Oh. I'm gonna show you love. Oh, I appreciate if it. If I am. Um, I don't know why you would do that. I don't know either. Yeah, okay. Um, I just don't like. I don't like the whole thing. I, I I'm not a humongous fan of pink. Oh, I like pink and red together. I actually like pink and orange together. That's a good combination. I think so, too. Um, can I surprise you with something? I know you're not going to surprise me because I saw you, you setting you up for it. And go ahead. That I was in my car today and was listening to... I was trying to figure out, get a playlist that would 
that would be kind of just in the background. Well, you know we can't play anything. Well, not for a long period of time. You can't. Yes, you can. So anyway, there's a second thing, a rule about seconds. Anyway, we're not selling anything on this. So except for our sponsors, chopsticks. Any specific type of chopstick? Super well, chopsticks. They will see your future. All right, good. Anyway, so I've turned to this playlist that Chris curated. Is it? And one of the things that we bonded over in the beginning of our relationship in the 1700s was our <laughs> love of revolutionary war band, boy bands, sorry, revolutionary war boy bands. <laughs> okay. Anyway, not really. This is 1998 to 2005. And Chris and I bonded over our love for boy bands. Yep. And so Chris put together this playlist of boy bands that I started listening to in the car today. And I just realized that Chris has a knack for his ability to put together some bangers. Uh, listen, uh, one thing I could do, as you saw all of my CD collection in our storage, back in the day, that's all I did is I put together some mixes. Um, Let's just scroll fantastic. through a little bit. Just, I don't want to play just, a lot a of music bit. on here. Stop, 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 stop. That's gone in sync. Yeah, it is. Okay, but don't... I'm not playing. It's you, There's a rule about yeah, this. Yeah, but you don't know the rule. Well, I do too. It's a certain amount of seconds. What's the certain amount of seconds? It's like 20 or 30 seconds. It's That's okay. not true. That's not true. Okay, 98 mm -hmm. degrees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think everyone who's listening knows that. A lot of people stop. A lot of people don't know that song because it's a... It's not a well-known Backstreet Boys song, but it's a really good Backstreet Boys song. So I was a huge NSYNC fan. Unsuspecting Sunday afternoon. Mainly Justin Timberlake, but I was like 14 or 15 years old. I thought that like I did the math and I figured like we would be able to get married based on our age difference. It mm -hmm. wouldn't be too weird. You were a Backstreet Boys fan, um, mainly an AJ McLean fan. I was both, but I thought Backstreet Boys mm -hmm. um, produced more hits. Yeah. Which, Which they did, for they sure. They did, without question. But Justin question. Timberlake's career oh. has far surpassed I mean, Justin anyone. Timberlake is my favorite musician of all time. That's right. I said oh. it. He musician? Is, he is my favorite in terms of... Musician? Musician. Okay, wait. Let me clarify that. Please he, do. He is my favorite musician. Entertainer? Can I finish my statement, sweetheart? No. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. No. Um, musician as in he has... One, two, he's got two albums that I think, they, well, first off, they're my favorite of all time, and I enjoy them so much, and if you put that with his NSYNC days, I mean, is he, he's, not, he's not remotely the best, Michael Jackson is the best, hands down, I'm not arguing that, that, I'm saying that in terms of music that I can enjoy and listen to at all times, um, it's, it's, it's him. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. But um, we've been, we have not been to an NSYNC concert together, right? No, we But we've been to a Backstreet Boys concert together. Yes. A couple of them? Yes. Or just one? Uh, two, I think two. Because one of the concerts, we have video proof that Chris screamed louder than any human on earth when AJ started singing. I did. We have a video I know, recording of that. Yeah, I know where that video is and you don't. I, I don't need to know because it's etched in my memory. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we also saw Britney Spears live. Yes, we did. And that's Ooh. back in the day when I thought Britney Spears was God's gift. Well, I mean, 
rightly so. Back in the day when I thought she was, but anyway, just a few more. Okay, stop. Oh. Stop. Okay, I, I don't think the audience needs to go through all of the um, boy band. I think so, because that's hits that we're we talking have. about love. We are, but Dirty Pop doesn't exactly scream out love and marriage. It does for me. Nah, I mean it's fantastic music, but uh, I mean you didn't even go into you talk about like Andre 3000, Happy Valentine's Day every oh, day I'm not the fourteenth. I know about your playlist. I'm just thinking about that as part of a Valentine's Day playlist. Anyway, let's get back to what we're here for. So you can't do that. You cannot do that. When I'm with you, okay. and when we are apart, I feel it too. And no matter what I do, I feel the pain. When I'm without you. <laughs> I think we should just stop because we're not going to get better than that in the rest of the podcast. Uh, yeah. You got something else? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's get down to the meat and potatoes, should we? I don't like that phrase. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Okay. Well, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit. Before we start getting into marriage, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about soulmates. Oh, okay. We've had this conversation before uh, in a previous podcast, but you know, some people think that soulmates soulmates exist, and some think they do not. What's your take on it? I'm agnostic about this subject, as I am most things. I don't know for sure, but I do know that I I do know that. I've never connected with anyone else like I have with you. But I also am I am skeptical because I'm like, what are the chances that my soulmate just happens to live 10 minutes away from me? Yeah, to that, like, argu- to that argument, I would say that... I think it's bullshit in that regard. Right, but to that, I would say that I wasn't. I was literally across the pond in England... And happened to move back mm-hmm. just by chance my last year of high school. Um, so I wasn't there. I just so happened to be there. If soulmates exist, I think that you would be mine. But I'm not sure they do. And I just feel like if soulmates, they're, soulmates the idea of soulmates and ruins my idea of like equity or I feel like then... So then someone, because they haven't, they don't live next to, you know, I don't know. It just feels like it's, it's wrong. It's, it's, it's unjust. If I can have a, if I could find a soulmate or get a soulmate or have a soulmate, whatever. And then someone never experiences that. I just don't get it. I don't, I don't like that idea. Well, we went to a psychic a long time ago and they did say that. Did she tell you or me? She told you that I was your soulmate. Yes, she did. And I said, stop staring into my soul. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't really go into the soulmate as if, I think, I don't know if it's destiny. I don't know if it's fate. I don't know if it's anything like that. I do think at times like the universe puts you in a position or a place and it's like karma, but not really. I do feel like things were meant to be. 
And if there ever was a thing as yeah, a soulmate, it'd be you. Why would things be meant to be with something so small? Like, why you and me versus the 8 billion other people who live on this earth or however many people don't haven't met someone that they've really connected with? I just don't get that. Why... It's and then like the whole idea of like being then it goes into being blessed like no I, I don't I, think that that's all no then, no like, I'm luckier than other people no or? I don't see I think you're thinking too deep into it anyway that's that's how I would say it I don't think I just think you're thinking way too deep into it like it's not like well why me and not someone else I don't think it's that at all I think it is I think it's worthy of discussing the deep because it's not just it's a soul it's a mate for your soul. Also, do you have a soul? That's a great. That's a better question. A whether question. I have a soulmate. Do you think I have a soul? You have a soul for sure, no doubt. What if am I soulful? No, there's a big <laughs> difference. Big difference. You have a soul, without question, but you don't have a soul in I'm the not full. Soulful. Yeah, you don't have you don't have that soul. What what? No, ma'am. What keeps me out of being soulful? Rhythm. Okay. Um, Did you hear me sing with my soul earlier? That's like my point. Five minutes ago. And if anyone heard that, they would say, God damn, this girl has no she soul. She has no soul. Yeah. I think I think I am the Tina Marie of this podcast. Um, that would make me the Rick James. <laughs> and I'm okay with being Rick James because he's fantastic. Rest in peace. Um, Both of them. Yeah, Rest exactly. But people know Rick. People don't really know Tina like I'm that. I'm just saying she has she, no, she no, has forget a lot it. of soul this is, apparently. This is not even a conversation. You don't have soul. Okay. But you have a soul. Ugh. Oh, your dad's calling. All Speaking right. of, we'll should have, we pause? We'll have to call him back. Uh, okay, we'll pause. And now we're back after a short break for Chris's from Chris's creator. Just my dad or my parents? Your parents are my your parents. creators. Yeah, exactly. That was a great spirited conversation. We had some lovely talk about politics. Oh, your parents, yes. Yeah. Um, so speaking of our parents. Yes, speaking of them, good transition, Christopher. I am the master of transition. At segways. Yeah. Um, our parents have been together. Both of our parents for a long time. have been married. Yep. We've been very fortunate with Forever. That. Yeah. My parents met in high school. Mm-hmm. My parents met at a job. Uh huh. My but parents have been dating slash married ever since like the mid seventies, and happily married. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, if my mom's plots to kill my dad. They're they're happy until your mom finds her way to kill your father, yeah, and this then... is an inside joke. So yeah. sorry, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, my parents have been married for. What? 40 years? 40 plus years. Yeah. Yeah, 45, 48. 40. 48. Yeah, yeah 40. So, yeah. So, around there. So, they're getting close to the 50th. Um, but they've been together for a long time. They're retired too. So, they spend like every waking and they're second with each other watching um, MSNBC. Right. So, and um, the Born series. No, my dad is, that's, he does that all by himself. Um, <laughs> So both uh, of our parents are are very happy. Um, I mean, sure. Are well, clearly they are. They're they're happy. They're married. They seem to put up with one another. And I guess in marriage you have to put up with the other's 
Um, bullshit. It's yeah, bullshit. All the time. Sure. Okay, so question for you. Do you do you, one? I have two questions. One, do you take any lessons away from your parents? Absolutely. Okay, I want to know what they are. Two, what's the secret to a successful marriage? Do you think? Um, and you've only been married to me, so maybe it would be better if you had been married multiple times to answer this question. Let's let's go. Let's go okay. With the first one. Go with the first one. What lessons have you taken away from your parents? Uh, I mean, my parents have been through a lot, just like anybody else uh, who have gone through things, and they've been, you know, very fortunate at the same time. But you know, they they moved, you know, to another country together. They moved away from their parents which were really tough for them to do because they're very much family oriented. Um, they children ruined everything. Yeah. Right. Um, they had three children. They have three children. They have three children. <laughs> well, they had, they had sure. three children. Sure. They have, we're not trying to kill anyone. Right. Off. They have three children. <laughs> and, um, I think if anything I take from them is that, you know, they've, they've both been with each other and, unfortunately seen their parents pass away and they are patient with one another even though sometimes it feels like they're not they <laughs> they they have things like everyone does but um you know my dad can annoy my mom and my mom can annoy my dad but they're patient and they understand like you know you live to fight another day you don't just blow your load on one specific oh. conversation or are they masters at no. knowing when to not? No, because they're not pick fights. No, because I would I would argue there. that that they're not. They don't know when to walk away sometimes, but they are patient. Still, after almost fifty years, right? And that is probably the number one thing that I would say that I take from them is they're patient for the most part. They are very flexible um, with one another, and they do things that the other wants to do. Mm even though they might not want to do it. And so you just, you know, if you care about someone, you'll do those things. So what about you? With why your... don't you do things with me? Like... like I said, what about you and your so, parents? I'm so sorry. Hold on. So those are your takeaways from your parents, and yet you don't apply them to our relationships? So I do. I, I'm like, Chris, Mm-mm. I'm going to this crochet crochet class. Join me. And you're like, no? Yeah. What would WWBWD that would what be would my Bob dad, White Bob White. Um, here's what I will do because I'm not my 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 dad. You just said that that's Let the me, reason why your parents' marriage is successful. When I finish my thought, you will understand what I'm talking about. You've just about. wasted five seconds saying that. Finish your thought then. Oh, he doesn't have a thought. What I will do is instead of joining you and ruining your time because I'm acting like an asshole in the back because I don't want to be there. Because he's... I, wait, stop. Let me finish. Let me, fi- let me finish. <laughs> I will stay home so you can enjoy your time because oh, that's what a thoughtful person would do. That is so shut your mouth. So selfless. We've talked about this before. I'm not. No, I stop. Don't disagree no, with you. but you're playing to the audience as if, oh, you're just no, done you it just, done. No, no, no. Be you truthful. Said first off, I appreciate the fact that when. I don't want to be with someone around someone who doesn't want to be exactly. With me. So, so I'm not going to go to these things. But you just pointed that out as something that you admire from your. I parents do admire. I do admire that about them. But something that's unique to me is I can't do that. But I admire that. 
I can Im- admire something and still not do it. You could. I take it away from them. Like I see. Take that they, away and then typically one would apply it to their own relationship. But stop, you see stop, it, observe stop. it. Do and you then know how many things I have gone with you that I did not want to go to? Uh huh. I do. I do. The, any, tons of things. Any outdoor. Anything. Activity, hold on. Stop. Stop. Any stop, 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 outdoor stop. movie. Anything. Oh, I know. I know. All the times that I've done something with you that I didn't want to do. So don't say that I don't. It's just I choose certain things mm-hmm. that I don't want to do. Or let's say you. Mm-hmm. There's like a. Sure. I'm going to stop. <laughs> Nope. You literally just said that was something you admire or think that that's like I uh, can only take from that that you think that that's why your parents have lasted this long. No, that's okay. Now you're just making things up because I'm not saying that that's how they've made it this far. Uh-huh. Like we haven't even talked about that yet. Okay, well then what I just said the you said success. What, yes. What part of their marriage, the success of their marriage, what have you They're patient from with them? one another. Okay. Stop. <laughs> I mean, that's it. They're they're very patient. Okay. I admire the fact that they do things all the time that the other might not want to do. Mm-hmm. I admire that. But you don't want it. But I don't want that because See, that's not going to make me happy or you because once, I'm not going to be that Once you hear person. from me, you'll understand and feel maybe a little bit better that I, you and I are on the same page with this. So then so, why did you act like an asshole? Because you were, you specifically quoted as something that like you admire that you take away. Like that would, again, there's an assumption that you would apply to our relationship. I, anyway. Hold on, stop. Before you go. I do admire it. And I have taken something away from that because I've done you, tons of things with you that I didn't want to do. But I don't do it all of the time see, like they do. I will go one step further and say that, so there are two things. One, that my parents put each other first before us children, me and my sister. And I think that if you're, the unit is good, the adult unit, then I think that the children will be good because they have a strong unit to look at. Mm-hmm. One of the things that interests me about, I grew up with my parents. They did everything together. So it's like you go to church, you go do uh, go to antique stores, you, like they shopping together. Everything was done together. And I see that. And I respect the fact that that's what they did. And to a degree thought that I, you, like that's what a relationship was supposed to be like, that one, that couples do everything together. And once I realized that my interests, that one, my interests are totally different than yours, which is totally fine. And two, that I don't, I can't force someone to do things that they don't want to do nor do I want to be with someone, like be in the presence of someone who doesn't want to do some of the things that I want to do and acknowledging and accepting that. So those two things, it's funny that you brought that up because I thought the same thing, that there's just there's this like, I guess your parents were like this too. They did everything together. Yeah, and it was a struggle like talking to my parents. Were together, my parents had the same hobbies. You and I, I though I thought that initially there was some um, uh, resistance or some conflict between us because it was like I'm going to go to this place of course you're going to go with me right like an assumption that you're going to join me and then realizing you and I don't need to do everything together like our parents did because we have separate lives we have separate interests we are separate people and I think that it was a it was a conflicting thing in the beginning because we didn't really know how to navigate that but now we have an understanding and a respect for each other's personal interests and lives 
that we don't need to impede upon each other, nor do we need to, like, share every single moment of this life with each other. Well, I know. Or, I, is that fair? Mm. Is that a fair assessment? It's fair what you said, but it's not fair the shit you gave me going through everything. Because I thought it was funny that you mean... So my That was going to be my example too, but I was going to say the opposite. That my parents behaved like that, and though I, I saw them do that, our relationship, I think, has been successful because we haven't been like my parents in well, that regard. And I think it's funny that you said that, that you're, you looked at your parents, so you respect that, but then you didn't have the same... Like, follow-up that I did. Well, I just... I can't do it 100% like they did. Like, I did... I don't want to. I know when we first started... We tried. for the years... Years that we were together, we did that. But again, there's an assumption that that's what you did because that's how you grew up and that's how I grew up. Well, I know. Even talking to my parents, you know, as we went through our relationship, when I used to tell them, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, D.C. with meeting up with so-and-so... And Liz is going to go with her friends. They're going out to eat. I remember them saying, like, well, you guys aren't going together? Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. we're not. And it's like, well, that's not cool. Or, like, I'll go it's like, Yeah, it is. It's fine. But it allows for us to have the freedom to do. I mean, like, ultimately, a relationship boils down to trust. So, uh, but I can't expect you to do things that I like to do. And I like to do a lot of things. And if I were to limit myself and not do things because you didn't join me, I would be miserable. Yeah. I wouldn't do half of the things I do. Sure. Me too. So I think that it's a balance of like, we have our common, we have our shared interests, but we also have lives totally outside of each other. But like connect it at the end of the day. And it's like, oh, what'd you do today? How was kayaking? Oh, it was amazing. Mm, I kind of disagree was... with that because now the way you just framed that we was... We lived different lives. Yeah, you made it seem like we leave the house at 7 in the morning <laughs> and then we reconvene at 6 p.m. and then discuss the day. Sorry, it's not like, like that's that. that's not the case. There are times and situations where you will... Like, for example, today is a great example. You went with your sister to D.C. for yoga. I went and volunteered at a homeless shelter. And we got back. And saw each other around, I don't know, three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And this is the way it was. And it's not like we had to go and do these things together. I felt like your sister, even though this was planned, your sister kind of took the place of me in, in something like Yeah. I I going may to DC I, in a situation like this, our goals kind of lend itself to this having this discussion because it's like, Do you want to do this goal with me? And you're like, No. It's like, okay, well, I'll then plan to do it with by myself or ask a friend who might be interested in doing it. So, like, again, it's, a, it's like you, I personally felt pressure to do a lot of things with you initially in our relationship because, again, that's the example that I was given and then realize that that's not what – that's that that mold was not how our relationship worked. And though I learned from it, my, my point is that, like you, I learned from it and I respect it but then took it one step further and real like – was able to step outside and realize that it wasn't it wasn't it wouldn't work for me. I mean, I would love for you to join everything I do. I think that would be great. But I respect the fact that you're not interested in a lot of things that I do and vice versa. So Yeah, but also peeking your... behind the curtain, you 
there were times where you got mad. Yeah, I said that, and and a lot of times initially there was conflict because I didn't yeah, know, I know how to navigate. I know, but you said initially. Yeah. I don't know. Initially, initially, because okay. it's, it has, it's not like I know things that you're not going to be interested in. I will remember this podcast. Okay. So anyway, initially, yeah, because I thought I was taught this mold that these people do things together. They always do things together. So that's how relationships and marriages work. You have these common interests. All your interests are common, and you do everything together. So and this, I learned that that's not how things work. So this is probably the best time to start talking about marriage struggles. because we're, I had another question for you. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? what is the what what tip would you give because i asked about successful marriages what's the key to a successful marriage can we save that to the end okay if okay. i remember if you okay remember. the okay so marriage struggles just talk briefly about things that you think are a struggle for you for marriage and i will write down the key to marriage struggles for us or struggles generally uh, let's go us. It's our podcast. Let's talk about us. Um, that we, it's easy for us to go a week without really connecting with each other because of jobs and a commute and just being too tired or whatever. And the weekends, unfortunately, are too short. But those are also the times when it's like, Okay, hi stranger. Haven't haven't really talked to you or connected to you in a few days, so let's let's use these two days to reconnect again. Like Yeah, that's we can we can act as roommates sometimes because like let's just say I mean a, any typical week could be you leave the house at six o'clock. Yep. You get home when you do, cook, etc. I get home at seven thirty. Yep. You're wanna you wanna sleep at eight thirty. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, I eat, you know, like there's only some, I just, I want to watch watch TV. I don't want to talk. Right. Like there's not much. And sure. th- that can happen five days, four days in a row. And it's like, I mean, for let's say then the next day, then you're working after your regular job. Mm-hmm. And I don't see you until, like I'm in the bed. There have been many sure. weeks where oh my gosh. you've come home yep. when I'm and sleeping yep. and you leave in the morning and I'm still sleeping. Yep. Absolutely. That happens a lot. So I think that that's like the biggest, because... Ultimately, what it's preventing is us communicating. Yeah, and I think that that's the the bedrock of a, any good relationship. It doesn't have to be marriage. I will say that ninety nine point nine times out of a hundred, if we get into a fight, it's because we did not communicate. Yeah, it's always a failure to communicate, and you can almost feel it's coming when you know we have some of those days where. I go to work, you're sleeping. I come back home, you're sleeping. The next morning I go up to work, you're you're sleeping. And then like you get home that night and I'm halfway asleep because I'm tired. And, you know, there's a couple days where there's like no communication. And then I'm annoyed with you because I haven't talked to you at all. And like, I don't know what's going on in your life. And then you come back home and I'm exhausted. And then you want to start talking and I don't have time to talk. I don't want to talk. I want to go to sleep. And you can feel it brewing and you know something's going to happen. And it takes the smallest thing to set something off. And boom, there you go. But I would say that failure to communicate would be the biggest thing in terms of struggling with marriage with you. If there was anything that I would say it was a struggle, it's when you have something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's just builds and builds and builds, potentially. Yep. Like if you didn't have that weekend, 
Like there have been times like we've had those weeks where we didn't see each other that often. And then the weekend it's like, okay, well, I've had this thing planned where I'm going out with, you know, going with my parents or whatever somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that's just another thing that prevents us the weekend, which is normally when we're able to reconnect that it it then prolongs yet another opportunity for us to talk or whatever. Yep. Just to see each other. Um, What's that? Ships passing in the night or something? I'm singing the night. I'm singing again. I know. Um, What, when you were, I I don't know, when you were in middle school or high school and you started thinking about marriage. I didn't. Whenever you started thinking about marriage, how old? Did you have this like imaginary number that you thought, when I'm so-and-so years old, I will be married? No, I did not have any... Any romanticized yes, visions or expectations of marriage, except for, and I don't know if I've told you this, I think I have, uh, that I, in my mind, I wanted to, I didn't want to change my initials. Yeah. And that's the only expectation I I, had. You've told me this like several times. We've been together forever, so it's hard to keep track of So just assume that you've told me. Okay. But then when I say a story and you're like, you didn't tell me that. Well, so anyway, mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to change my initials. That was it. And like I, I willed it to be true. Sure. And I, so I, I didn't change my initials. I just added an, a W, my mm-hmm. ma- maiden. My full name. Full name is Walker. Mm-hmm. My last name is Walker, and now it's Walker White. And I mm-hmm. didn't have to change the W. So it actually. Um, it actually was true. I did, but back to you, I did not have any romanticized visions of weddings or marriages, or I had no no vision in my head of who I was going to marry. I didn't even think about that stuff. I never yep. thought about marrying. That wasn't like. Yep. That wasn't important to me. And also, we met each other. I was fourteen, so I don't even know if I had an opportunity to think about it because yeah, I was you know so they, young. People think about stuff in middle school, even mm-hmm. like that's not right or whatever. But people think about it at a very young age. And I know for myself, I was the complete opposite. I told myself in high school, I will never get married. Hmm. Didn't like the idea of it. Just didn't want to. Didn't see like, you know, there was a point where you know I definitely didn't want to have kids. And then I wanted to have three, and then I wanted to have two, and then I wanted to have one, and then I didn't want to have any. So like, but I remember thinking, you know, before the whole kid thing, I don't want to get married. What was your reasoning behind that? That's a weird... Not wanting to get married? Mm-hmm. Because every, because I, I, I saw everyone getting married and I wanted to be different. I didn't want to In be In middle school? No, like you saw like everyone's, you know, people talked about it then, like... You know, well, people are going to get married or like this person's married or someone in your family's getting married. And it's like, well, I don't want to get married. Like, I don't want this ceremony. I don't want this whole big well, that's thing. Like, I don't want anything. Than a marriage. A wedding is different. Well, than a in marriage. middle school, mm-hmm. I don't know shit from shit. So I'm just saying, well, like, most I didn't. adults don't know either. Oh, there you go. For the record, I am quite possibly the least romantic person on the face of this earth. You're up there. And I don't give a shit about ceremonial bullshit, fake sentiment. Like, if it's an authentic connection and a gesture, then I appreciate that. But I really, weddings, you don't want to talk about weddings. I did not want to have a wedding, any type of ceremony. And 
it was really you, you're like, we need to have some type of party or well, something I wanted to, to celebrate. Well, let's let's start with the our wedding first. Mm-hmm. Our wedding was... Well, it's not really a wedding. It was... Okay. We got <laughs> married at our house with just our parents here. And the justice of the peace. Well, who else is going to marry us? Well, like, you have to be very clearly, clear about goodness. that. What if you did? Because you are a minister. Yeah. So... According to the internet. We got... We got married, and it was just our parents, and that's all we wanted. We didn't want anything else. Um, we had been together for so long. It just seemed like this This was our personality. It just seemed like this was the best way to do it. It was a great day. It I was wore, really nice weather. Yes, I remember the... I remember a cheap wore. dress, polka dot, black and white polka dot dress from H&M. And I wore a brown suit, mm-hmm. like a tan suit that I know did not fit me well. Um I forget where I got it from. And we got married here. We went out to eat outside with our parents. We sat outside. It was a really, really nice day. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You it ordered was... fish and chips. I did. <laughs> I did. I know. Um, I do... I know what I ate, too. What did you eat? This restaurant had a sandwich with sliced apples on it. Okay. That's, That's gross. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I wanted to have a party. I, I didn't want a necessarily a formal ceremony i just wanted to have a party because i wanted to celebrate the fact that we got married and at that time it was like oh yeah we'll have some people some people that we like some you know family and we'll just have a good time but i could never have imagined how awesome the ceremony would be we didn't have there was no ceremony it was the celebration come to this place yeah and we're gonna have champagne and I'm not Some spending orders, money on your alcohol, so yeah. I'm only paying for champagne. Champagne, that's it. And then having some food, which I didn't even get to eat, which I'm still upset by. Yeah, I had some. Ugh. Anyway, so we ended up, I we, we looked at vineyards because mm-hmm. we thought that that would be perfect for us and then realized that it would get expensive because you need, like, a tent and then yep. a caterer outside of the vineyard, sure. the wine. And then, I don't know, I was like, well, I want to be able to, let's have like it at a restaurant that has an indoor and outdoor so that you can, if it the if weather rain, is bad, yeah. then you can stay inside. But like you have the option to be outside because I personally prefer to be outside. And then, I don't know what made You thought of it. I don't know what made me think about it, but I was like, what about the restaurant at the Kennedy Center? Mm-hmm. And I called. Because it's a rooftop restaurant. It's, yeah, it's a rooftop yeah. restaurant at the Kennedy Center. And I don't know if you and I had already had eaten there at one point because we went to a concert. Mm-hmm. But I remember calling them and they said, well, we only have one date in 2008 because it must have been early, either earlier in 2008 I called or 2007. And... They said, we have a June date available. And I was like, that's kind of perfect because mm-hmm. we will have been married. We got, we got officially legally married in May. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like a month after the celebration. And I I said, yes, let's do it. So that's what ended up happening. And we had a fantastic party. We should share the photo, a photo of us from that day. Yeah, we had some really cool photos by an amazing photographer. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was one of those like heat storms, like one of those things where you saw lightning in the background, but it never rained. It yeah. wasn't too hot. 
Um, you could stay outside. You could you could go inside. It, it was there a was perfect no day. there was no ceremony. There was no agenda. It's just a party. It just was People like together a, a, eating, a drinking. get together. I did not wear a wedding dress, a white wedding dress, because I was not a virgin. Also, I just want to point that out that I wasn't. Okay. Um, for the record. All right. I just think that it's stupid that we continue to wear white when it's supposed to be virginal. It's like the jigs up. Well. Anyway. Mm- so, Maybe you shouldn't have slept with all those guys, those I, 557 sorry. guys. It was a lucrative business at yeah. one point. <laughs> um, anyway, so there was something else I was going to say about our party. And I kept calling it a party because every time that they'd be like, wedding, it's like, no, don't it's upcharge me, you jerks. Like, yep. don't upcharge me for every single thing. It's like Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly like Valentine's Day. And if you say this is just, this is like it's a, a happy hour to celebrate right. the fact that we got married a month ago. And it's like, oh, well, they don't know. They don't even know how to categorize this. And kind of throwing back to all the things we've talked about in this podcast, it was my playlist that we played. It was your playlist. We did not have a DJ. Um, oh, the best part is tip for everyone: you have your party at the Kennedy Center, and people have an expectation that you're going to get good food. We bought sheet cakes, three sheet cakes from Costco for like twelve dollars yep. each. Yep. Had the Kennedy Center serve that cake, and people un- thought it plated. was the best cake ever. It's like, no, it was Costco cake. Yeah, fam. and that's like how we are though. We're yep. a little bit, we're a little bit high, we're a little bit low. Yeah, sure. It's like, yeah, you like this Kennedy Center cake? Yeah, it, you can get it because too. Because people it's at are so stupid that they are blinded by the bullshit and think sure. that it tastes better or whatever because of the Kennedy yep. Center. It's like, no, that was just. $12 sheet cake. Yep. But that was a really cool time. That was a really good time. I really enjoyed myself. I think everybody else did too. And looking back, you know, we have memories there where grandparents were there and they're not here anymore. Our aunts and uncles are there that they're not here anymore. Uh, and it's cool to look at some of those pictures and see like, you know, it was a, it was a fun time. And your entire family and my entire family kind of getting together. Yeah. And seeing those pictures mm-hmm. of like, you know, moms talking to moms and dads talking to dads and seeing... You know, was it your grandmother talking to my grandparents? Or it was my like grandmother that? talking to your great aunt. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all that stuff was good. That was that was a fun time. Uh, I hear, I got a question that is a little. It's a weird question, but I'm curious. I'll give to you know a weird answer. answer. All right. Is there anything you hate about being married? Hmm. I hate. Yes. There hates a strong word. Yes, I'll tell you because okay. I can. You'll you'll appreciate this. Okay. I hate the roles that we are supposed to play in our society because you are the husband and I am the wife, based on our genders. I, I under- hate that. I don't understand why you would say that because we we have never been. We like don't. That. So we don't give a. But sh- I just personally think about marriage. I feel like. A lot of marriages fall. It's like you're the husband. You do this. I'm not talking about you and I specifically. You say oh, the marriage, the wife. You you do this, and I don't like that the the rules I, are. Yeah, me neither. The the roles and the rules and responsibilities are so rigid, depending on your gender. Okay, so and then you and I. I mean, I'm not. We we live how we want to live. So whatever you whatever things you responsibilities you have are because of that's that's your personality, not because of your gender. Right. Okay. Let's get into this question again. Is there anything that you hate about being married? Oh. 
Um, I don't know, hate. I, Is there anything you do not like about being married? No, I don't think so. I don't, I mean, a partnership. I don't think, I don't, can, like, marriage, I don't think about it as just a marriage. I think about it as a partnership. There are no things I hate about having a partner. I would say the only thing that I don't like about being married is everyone thinks that your next step is to have children. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this in another podcast, but it's like, okay, you're married now, so when are you having kids? You know, that's that's frustrating because it seems like the only thing you're put on this earth for is to have children, and that's not the case for everybody. Um, that would be it. I mean, there's nothing that I would say I don't like being married like to you or anything else. It's just when you're married, people think that, not the natural step, but like the inevitable, like the next, your step will be have children. So I'm not a fan of that at all. Hmm. I don't have that same pressure as you do, I guess. So I don't really know. I'm, I, I don't know about that. It's funny because I feel like your mom says it more than most. But I don't feel it. It's like, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. That's, I know. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. She wants grandchildren. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Back to your question. Joke's on her. Your question. The key. The key to, to a successful marriage. Yep. And I'll tell you, someone asked me recently and I said red wine. <laughs> Weak. <laughs> I didn't know what Weak. to say. I was like, uh, haha, red wine. Scotch. Anyway, go ahead. Scotch in the winter and no. tequila in the spring Seriously. and summer. I'm asking you the question first. <sighs> really? No, I asked you. You just yawn in the middle of our <laughs> podcast. Seriously? No, I asked you first. You okay, answer. Well, I'm, I'm coming back. I, I have an an- My answer is open communication about anything and everything. Yep. Everything. Yep. That is, I hate to be stupid, but that, that would be my, that would be my answer. Don't hold, don't hold anything back. Well, important, like super important about that is you need to make sure that you don't wait for something. So let's say you do one thing that's little and I don't tell you at the, at the moment then I've messed up already because I know because I haven't said anything about why I don't like something you're going to do the same thing over again and I'm going to get more mad at it like I've already talked to you about it but I never have Mm -hmm. so even if it's something small I can at least tell you you know like I don't like the fact that you did blah 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 and then if you don't respect my feelings at that point then there's an issue Mm -hmm. so no matter what the you know, that's one thing that I think that we've, we've talked about before is if you've done something wrong, um, to me, you need to respect that even though you might not think you did something wrong, you did do something wrong to me. And you need to respect that. Well, it, it's like that saying, like, well, I don't know the saying, but it's like that idea that you, you are able to, you can... You can express your grievances if you started off with I feel. So it's not a personal attack. It's like you've, this situation has made me feel this way. So no one can argue with how you feel. Sure. And that's a good first step. It's not like you, you talk to me like 
I'm a five-year-old. It's like, you've made me feel like I'm a five-year-old. And you, you look at it like, instead of getting defensive, because it's like, I haven't done anything. It's, oh, well, I'm sorry. So basically, so like if I said something like, instead of saying, you're acting like you're four years old, I should say, I feel as though you're acting like you're four years old. <laughs> no. Is or, that what you're saying? I feel like you're acting like a very immature person. Okay. And we cannot continue this conversation. Got it. All and right. that person then would go, or you're, you could say, I'm hurt by the fact that you're treating this conversation like, you know, and then the person goes, because of any conflict resolution, you would respect, you hear a grievance and you're like, I'm sorry you f- I have made you feel that way. Let me try to focus. Let me try to work toward making you not feel that way. And I will not do these things to make you feel this bad about whatever. Sure. Um, you was, know what? One, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You know, one thing we did not mention that I think was is a key for me. And mm-hmm. you've helped me with this throughout the years. But it's really simple. Like flipping the situation. Mm-hmm. So if you're angry with the other person, can you flip it and see the other person's side? Like that has really helped me. Um, it's just so easy to just think about you and not think about the other person. But when you think about the other person's side, nine times out of ten, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. But you were, you know, we're just naturally selfish. And but, yes, but allowing ourselves to, I guess that would be empathy. It's a bit of empathy, but it's also just... Because I think that that's important in any relationship, that if someone's hurt by something you've done, and you're like, I, I personally don't understand... Like, you and me, I can't think of an example, but I'm just thinking, like, you were hurt by something I did, mm-hmm. and I have to think about, like, why would he be hurt by this one thing that I did? And then I go, oh, it's because... Let's just say your parents were abusive. They're not, but I'm like that's a. I know. No, it's a I'm sorry. Step, but that's you, a terrible but example. My, my point no, is, let's just say your parents were abusive. What are you talking about? My point in saying that my is that God. let's say in your past you've had a bad experience with something, and then what I've done has triggered <clears throat> you to feel bad about it because it takes you back to those t- that time or period of whatever. So to be able to think about like your experience has been different than mine. And me to understand, it's it's good for me to understand, like, though that might not have hurt me because of my experiences, experiences your experiences have, have been different than mine. And I have to understand that you might have things that I say or do might trigger you differently than me. So it's like at the hospital, they teach you not the golden rule, but the platinum rule. The golden Lord, rule is so treat everyone how you want to be treated. The platinum rule is treat everyone how they want to be treated, which is really customized and mm-hmm. a lot of work. But sounds like some marketing. It's still something that is you think about in the back of your head because everyone wants to be treated differently because of different different values. Sure, but I'm not going to gas somebody up for no reason. No, but it's Tre- just think it's about, still think, good okay, to hold think on. about. Think about people that I know in particular. I can you know only who I'm talking do about. my best. Think mm-hmm. about... Oh, sure. Well, and am I supposed to treat them the way they okay. want to be treated? So you person- must be out your ever-loving mind. Personality disorders are not included in I, this. I'm just, you can't say that because that's not the truth because there's a lot of people who love to just get smoke blown up their ass and I will never do that. I refuse to do that. So I don't believe that platinum rule one bit. Okay, well then you couldn't volunteer at the hospital. The golden rule is still good, but the platinum rule is stupid. But you're applying your own set of values onto someone else. 
No, I mean, you're I'm you're not. you're being self. At a certain point, you're not. It's not like it's a selfish thing. Like you're hoping that someone you are treating someone at the the standards to which you want. You know, you want. So it's like it's a good thing, but also you're assuming that they want what you want. You know. How about our rule? Just don't be assholes. Don't be a dick. That's fine. Both of those. That's easy. That's a really good rule. But then also people's opinions and definitions of dickness are different. Well. I don't think we should do a what would you rather tonight. We're going I see to. looking for the book. We're going to. Can I share a quote instead? No. Uh, before we get to the would you rather part, it would be nice to, you know, calling out the CrossFit chihuahuas out there. We need somebody to leave a review. One star. That's all we're asking for. We need somebody to, and I know you guys are listening because I have people come up to me and talk to me about specific episodes. So we need you to leave a review. We don't really need anyone to, though. I mean, I want want to. I just, I do want to see a star. I want to because. I don't want to do. Even though someone has told me, like people have told me, you know, specific things. I still don't believe that you're listening. So leave a review on iTunes if you could. That would be really, really cool. All right. Would you rather give it to me, Lissa? Hit me, baby. Would you rather melon ball your left eye out or drive two spikes into your kneecaps with a sledgehammer? Two spikes. Mm-hmm. What was your answer? I would agree with you on that, and I just want to shout out my former former employee because this book that we're referencing is so old that this is a question. Would you rather all of your drunken phone calls be recorded and played back on a popular radio station or have all of your love letters and emails posted on AOL's homepage? Good God. <laughs> You know what? The AOL homepage, please, because no one's looking at that now. <laughs> Do you want to explain to all of the little baby puppy chihuahuas what AOL is? No. Or was? No. Dial up, at- baby. 56K. 2006. Get at me. Jeez. I was still working at AOL at the time. Mm. You've got mail. Yeah. That's all I'm going to ask you today because I think that the AOL question really just... Just... Makes the mic this, on it. Yeah, it makes this podcast so even more beautiful than it once was. I would say about marriage, my marriage to you, it's a beautiful thing. And I it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And, and I appreciate you saying that. That's very nice. Well, it's the truth. Your support means so much to me. We didn't really talk about support, but it's your partner the is, our partnership. Yeah, that is that is definitely key too. But like I was saying, best thing that's happened to me. I enjoy, you know, as many moments as I possibly can with you, and I couldn't imagine not sharing life with you. Do you think about me dying sometimes? Do you get sad? All the time. I think about that, and I'm like, I don't know how. I would just, I I would be devastated. Yeah, it would suck. And then I would immediately get married. I don't... (laughs) He doesn't even like me saying so that. No I was point. joking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I need your partnership more than anything. And though I say to you, I like the fact that you. I don't want to be needed. I want to be wanted. But unfortunately, I do need you. And I hate that I need you. I understand that. I mean, feelings mutual. Yeah. 
You don't ever want to need anything except for water and food. And a roof over my head. I mean. And a, and a Chris next to me on the couch. And french fries. Mm-hmm. And alcohol. It's and like a, it's just a scary thought to think that you need someone. Yeah, I know. I get it. But that's that's where we are. Oh, you wanted to mention our the video we were in. I mean, go ahead. If you want to mention that, I think it's... A, well, it's 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 related to this conversation. That's what yeah. Chris maybe and you'll I, post a link. Yeah, maybe. Chris and I were asked a few years ago by a friend to appear in a video for AARP. And you might be wondering, but wait, they're only in their 30s. Uh, yes, you're, you're correct. Um, <laughs> this AARP video was about what love does to the brain mm -hmm. and it featured couples from all walks of life and i believe we were the youngest ones in there we were so yay um and anyway it was a couple it was a really interesting video about the science of what love does to your brain yep. but it also included anecdotes about love and um, I think that we, we ended up doing an interview for, like, a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. And then the video, it only included, like, five seconds of us. I mean, that's a video. Yeah. Um, anyway, someone did my makeup for that video. Yeah. That was fun. They did mine, too. And what was so great about that, the makeup, is that they put makeup on my head. Yeah. Well, you got to reduce that shine. I mean... Do you remember when we were out on the, it was really cold because it was probably yep. February when we recorded it. Was it was freezing. And we were out on the deck and they were like, or the patio. Like, kiss slowly. And like, yeah, kiss. And they're like, talk to each other. Yeah. And then I kept on saying to you, mom spaghetti, mom yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, you kept doing because, and, and you were so crap. annoyed by yeah, me. Yeah, because first off, it's a weak line. Second, it's the only lyric that certain people understand and know. And it's a, it's a, um, it's annoying. It's a line that. It's, it's a, timeless. No, it's Mom's a line. Spaghetti. It's a line that certain people quote because they think it's cool and it's not. Mom spaghetti. All right. Anyway, so I kept saying that, and then if you watch the video, that's exactly what you'll you won't know that I'm saying that, but that's what I'm saying. But now to you'll know Chris. it. Yeah, and you'll see my fake smile. Like He's if like, you don't shut up I'm gonna with kill this thing, you. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna choke you, you with this. mom spaghetti. All right. That, that was, was such a great way to end our Valentine's Day episode. So romantic. About love and marriages and... Do you have a favorite love song? All My Life, Casey and JoJo. That's our song. Oh. It's gotta be that song. Okay. Gotta be that song. And I heard that song two days ago and it still cranks. Hmm. Flames. I'm not even going to give you the opportunity to say a song because it's gotta be that song. Whether you like it or not. I was going to just say it's the flute from the Revolutionary War. Oh. During a... That's a good one. Yeah. Or the drummer boy, just like beating a drum. Or the sound of Jesus' sandals in the... <laughs> <laughs> the sound of fish multiplying right. in red. The sound of Noah the building his ark. The sound of Big Bang. <laughs> That's our song. There's nothing like hearing that. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> all right um thanks everybody for listening to this episode please don't i don't thank you i don't thank them okay please leave us a review don't the one star don't you is dare. cool um we hope that you guys have a very happy valentine's day we hope that you guys are being safe whatever mm -hmm. you're doing mm -hmm. don't drink and drive i have i have wishes 
Can I yeah, share Yeah, Alyssa's them? going to end this thing by her wishes. You can end it officially, but I'll end it because you'll appreciate this. I wish that all of you lovers out there, when you're taking a shower together, what? that you both have the same amount of water and one of you is not in the corner cold. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think every guy wishes that. <laughs> and then also, lovers, I hope that that you're not uncomfortable while you're in a bathtub while one person is sitting behind the other <laughs> in your... And those rose petals and every yeah, other... Yeah, it's like, it's. I hope here. that you're more comfortable than I would ever be in that position or situation. Yep. And also, I hope your bathtub's large enough to accommodate for you because our bathtub would not accommodate work, for... It ain't gonna work, Barely accommodate for a foot. It'll accommodate for curly or optimus. Yeah. So... That's, I think those are good wishes. Here's the image for you. Mm -hmm. Optimus and Curly in that position in the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great day, night, whenever you guys are listening to this. And may Cupid's arrow strike your booty. All right. See ya. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.